to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Bradley is in Florida for one more day, and Colleen is here with us. Thank Hello. you for joining us. Thank you for having me. Yes. Okay. Um, I have to catch you up a little bit about a situation going on with Cher. I need and her all son. of this. Okay. Uh, Mike knows the story. Cher has been trying to put her son, Elijah Blue Allman, into a conservatorship. She was married to Greg Allman from the Allman Brothers, okay. which some people don't know that. I did not know that, honestly. Yes. Uh, now, this son of hers, Greg Allman, has been, he passed away, actually, of liver disease in 2017. But he set up a trust fund for his son. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, Cher's worried because of Elijah Blue's lifestyle, which mm-hmm. he's been in and out of rehab quite a bit that he's going to spend all of his trust fund money that comes to him in increments throughout his life, that he's going to spend all of that money on drugs. And she's worried about his safety and Mm -hmm. all kinds of things. Um, So she wants to put him in a conservatorship. And she, the court decided, this is the second time, that no, you can't put him in a conservatorship. So she's like, she's going to keep trying. She's not letting this go. And the court is saying, yeah, you don't fit all the criteria. Right. This feels like a very Hollywood thing, by the way. This, um, I'm not saying conservatorships are a Hollywood thing because I know that they are useful in a lot of different applications. But we hear about them so much in Hollywood as a tool to, uh, they have not always been used on the up and up. Right. Yeah, I think so. Um, Sometimes they are, right? Like Jay Leno just was granted a conservatorship for his wife. Right. That is on the up and up. But we saw with Britney Spears how a conservatorship can be not an ideal situation. Exactly. Um, in early January, the court blocked her effort to put him into a conservatorship siding with Elijah's attorneys because they argued that they didn't have they hadn't been given enough time to make their case against it um plus they didn't get documents they needed to you know Mm -hmm. combat her request and she says the thing is that he has this ongoing battle like i said with addiction now another situation that has been going on is that he was trying to get a divorce and because he was afraid that she was going to put him in a conservatorship he Mm -hmm. asked the court to actually halt the divorce because oh, he wanted to remain married because so then she his would have wife rights. would have rights to him before yes. his mother would but the court Oof. said you're too far in your divorce to actually do that so we're just going to put the divorce through yeah which was a step in the wrong direction for him and wow then let me tell you about something that happened last summer that shocked us i know Mike was like, hey, guys, uh, Cher tried to kidnap her son. Wait, what? Well, actually, she did. Um, Now, according to Elijah Blue's now ex-wife, they were staying at a hotel for a couple of weeks. They were actually working on their marriage together, and they felt like being, I guess, in the environment of their home. Whatever. Sure. They were working on their marriage. Yep. Now, I don't know if they were doing drugs and working on their marriage. I have no you idea. You weren't there. I wasn't there. Yeah. <laughs> but in court documents, you know, under oath, his ex now ex-wife says that 
he was abducted from the hotel by four men and that Cher allegedly hired four men to kidnap him. Um, wow. Yes. Wait, how old is he? 47. I, okay. Okay. Her, so he's an, a very much adult like yeah. and has been for many, many years. And yes. I understand he suffers uh, with the disease of addiction mm-hmm. and, and apparently has managed that in various levels of success at, mm-hmm. at different times in his life. And he's 47 years old. Yeah. Um, she says that it isn't true that four men came in and kidnapped him. But she said, I'm not suffering from any problem. This is Cher talking that millions of people in the United States aren't. Um, what? Sorry. An ad comes up here. Um, I'm a mother. This is my wow. job. One way or another to try to help my children. You do anything for your children. Whenever you can help them, you just do it because that's what being a mother is. But it's joy, even with heartache, mostly when you think of your children. You just smile and you love them and you try to be there for them. Okay, well, I think she has an interesting um, relationship with how how to be there for him. Yeah, um, so part of the reason why his ex-wife said that she abducted him from the room is because they were trying to reconcile their marriage, Mm. and Cher was concerned for her son's well-being. So she doesn't like her and doesn't want her to be with Like, maybe thinks the ex-wife is a bad influence. She just doesn't like her. Um, I don't know. But it isn't your place to kidnap your son. Just in general, I find kidnapping (laughs) to be not good. (laughs) This is not something. So I have experienced that it is difficult. Like, my daughter is an adult woman now, Mm -hmm. which is hard. It's, like, weird to say that. Yeah. But... It's different to be parenting a 17-year-old, a minor, and you're going to step in, and it feels intrusive whenever you're like, I have to go into their room because I don't know where she is, right? you know, or whatever it is. And you feel like, "Uh, I don't like this, just, you know, but I am concerned where she is or whatever it is. I didn't do that, but, you know, just whatever the situation is, I'm going to intrude on her privacy or something like that. It's different... When she's an adult, and I would never do something like that. Right. Because you have to start to cut the cord. Right. As they Support say. looks different it when does. when they're a minor versus when, and I don't mean like as a job, they don't like, my, but as, when they're younger <laughs> than 18. <laughs> Support looks different the younger they are than just like anything. There's a journey in parenting, right? Like you're not wiping their butts forever. Yeah. So like at some point you stop doing that. And then there are other ways that you support your child. But it sounds to me like at 47, she's really trying to be involved in a way where he can't even make his own mistakes to try to learn from them. Yeah. It's sad. And I don't know enough about the story. Like, I don't know enough about him or about the story to know. I don't either, but I know what the tabloid sucks. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah. Yeah. And it is, like, it's painful. There are times whenever having this relationship with my daughter as an adult is painful. For sure. Because she doesn't, 
she's afraid that I will give her advice. Mm-hmm. I know that. And mm-hmm. sometimes people just want you to listen. Yeah. And I have had to learn that. And, you know, I always will be there for her. Mm-hmm. And like she can always pick up the phone and talk to me about things. Yeah. But that doesn't mean I need to have a solution. Right. I just need to listen. Right. And, and it's, you know, and knowing that she might be suffering emotionally. I can't stand it. Yeah. And I'm so far away. Yeah. And, you know, it's just, I have to live my life. And the let relationship her life. changes. Yeah. Yeah. It just does. It and does. you, yeah. And you can still be there and be supportive, but also at 47, mm-hmm. like he's an adult. Yeah. And, and, oh, if, and for if, a long time. <laughs> and, the, and that trust money that's coming to him is his money. It's his money. And if he does spend it and finds himself, like, that's that's a consequence. Yeah, and then he might not have money. Actions and choices. Yeah. And then and I don't and know. he's old enough that he'll have to figure it out. And, and if it, she weren't here, he'd have to figure it out. Yeah, it's true. Oof. And I don't think that, I don't think she's worried about, she is worried about the money outwardly. The biggest concern is she doesn't want him to lose his life to addiction. Absolutely. Which, of course, I mean, yes. And you want to do everything you can. So I know that she's just in a state of mind where she just doesn't know what to do. So coming from a place like that, it's hard to sit here, you know, where I'm not in it and and judge it. But I think celebrities sometimes get so far up there that they don't realize that there are boundaries that they have to live by. Yeah. And I think that she's in that situation. She definitely. Yeah. I'm feeling that too. Well, let's move on. I found out yesterday that Colleen is obsessed with soup. (laughs) I'm eating it right now. (laughs) And she's going to share that with us after. Hey guys, it's Dawn for Livia Weight Control Centers. You've heard me talk a lot about Livia. That's because I lost weight on the program and I love it. I know you might be thinking about weight loss programs this time of year, especially. There's so many messages out there and I understand you might be confused. There are a lot of those on especially Instagram that I see. And I'm like, no, don't do that. I just hope you're not falling for all of that because this is not going to give you the support that you need to be successful. Livia gives you like a roadmap for your daily choices because it's customized for you. They also have breakthrough weight loss medication programs right now that it could be right for you if you decide to uh, do that. Also, um, you're going to get your first three months free. If you mention me, I lost almost 30 pounds on the Livia program. And I just love the ladies, especially at the Roseville Center. Shout out to them. Give them a call today, 855-GO-LIVIA. Three months free if you mention Dawn or Livia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Hello, my 
Hi, talkers. We have a special guest today, Colleen Lindstrom, filling in for Bradley. Oh, it's so good to hear her voice, isn't it? Thanks for having me, you guys. It's a real comfort. Just like warm food in the winter. Yes. And you told me something about yourself yesterday. And Mike, don't we have something for her? I want soup. Soup. Yes. Soup. together today just for you soup there it is soup there it is you love soup i love soup and i I, first of all i would just like to say (laughs) that for me soup is an all-season thing there is no soup season but we are in soup season if there is a soup season yeah i'm not gonna say anything about the weather this particular season but yeah it's you know it's been weird but there's nothing better than just a hot cup of soup and I, yesterday, I was eating my soup, and you were like, I've never been good with soups. Yeah, I said, I don't know how to make soup. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, back. And I said, I was in Target yesterday Googling, how do you make soup? And looking in the soup aisle to see if there was soup mix, and oh my I don't know how to do it, and I feel dumb. No, you're not dumb. It just is, it's going to crack open a whole new world for you when you realize how many soups there are. How easy it is to make soup. Yeah. How happy you you are when you're eating soup. Soup, in many ways, is like a hot salad. That doesn't <laughs> sound sexy. But what I mean is you can make it super vegetable-y. Super. And super. <laughs> and, like, you can throw your protein in there and you don't have all that nasty dressing. Na- dressing is great. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you know, like, dressing is always the thing that tips a salad from oh. being healthy into uh, being like the most unhealthy thing in the world. You can put 500 calories through salad dressing yeah. on there. There yeah. is a, I'm not going to say, I'm just saying, there is a chain restaurant that you would be surprised that their highest calorie item on their menu is a salad. Oh. Right? Yeah. So like, but soup, when you make soup, when you make your own soup, you're not, you don't put dressing in soup. You may say, but you put cream in soup. You can, but you can also blend up a bunch of cauliflower yeah, and make that your cream. And then you're more vegetables, right? So if yeah. you're a person who struggles to get a lot of vegetables in your diet, you can knock a lot out with soup. And you can control the amount of salt. Yes. Because I am, you know, I try to, you know, do the Livia way. And, and yeah. I want to make my own soups. Yes. And I, yeah. And I'm kind of tired of canned soup and broth. Yes. I am. I'm tired of it. There is a time and a place for canned soup, but making your own soup is a joy like no other. And when you can just fill your home with the smell of a yummy soup on your stove, and then I make like a big pot of soup at the beginning of the week. Yeah. And that's lunch all week. That it's is what so I want to do. So I said to you, I have an entire Pinterest page for this. Are you okay? I am. I'm just choked up about soup. You get very emotional. I do. So I sent you my soup there. It's called Soup There It Is. Yes. And I have. Okay. So I've been talking about this business that will never start for me. I I want to give it to somebody else because I think the world needs it. Mm-hmm. A drive through soup place. Oh, my God. Because we have so many other like you can drive through and get almost anything. A sub sandwich, a salad. You can get. Burgers, fries. All, there's no place. Don't say Panera. Everybody's going to say Panera. I love Panera. But it's not just But soup. it's not just soup. And what I want is a place with a variety of soups. Yeah. 
The, I can have the, all the any soup you can imagine. Yeah. It's right there, and they'll spoon it up for you, ladle it into a nice little cup, and maybe you're driving, and maybe you think, but soup is hard to eat when you're driving. Ah, no, you can actually just drink soup. <laughs> ah, for, no, ah, but no, you can actually just drink soup, right? Like even chunky soup, you can drink. So I'm just saying, it's actually like a really safe thing when you're driving on long car trips. Maybe just just want the comfort of home, like a little soup. So I want to have a drive-through soup place. Would it be called soup? There it is. Of course it would be, but you could call it anything. I mean, really, because I'm giving the business away since I'm not going to ever do this. No, because that's uh, to open a restaurant yeah. of any sort is. That's work yeah. that I Mike, tell us about yeah, it. Exactly. your family restaurant. <laughs> yeah. I'm not that's not a business that I'm well acquainted with. So I'm not the right person to start this business. But if somebody else wants to and then Shark Tank that, I feel like it's really scalable. Mike? Um, no thanks. Oh, you're not into the soup. There it is. Family uh, had a restaurant. I know that. It is hard work. It's, I can't even watch the show The Bear. It's yeah, that it's, traumatic for me. I yeah, feel that. I'm not right. even joking. I, I can't watch it. I tried three times. Yeah. Oh. You've, it's it like is a little too close to home. Way too close. Yeah. But uh, but yes. but like would idea, you though. drive through a soup restaurant? I'm not your target audience. You're not I'm a soup not guy? a soup person, which is weird, I know. It's not weird. Neither's MC. Well, He's this, like, I don't like I soup. I do believe that there's growth that can happen in people and that someday you may come around to the soup as a meal. Mm-hmm. Well, um, now, after this most recent sounder, I now play two soup sounders a day. And oh it's very strange for me to feel. That's funny. Because <laughs> everyone around here loves soup, and oh I'm not a soup guy. Don and Steve That's true. Every they single do. day, we call down to see what the soup of the yeah. day is. Uh-huh. Totally. It, and that's fair, because that's a very important, and what is it today? Do you remember? Uh, chicken noodle. Oh, that's a good one. Mm-hmm. Well, when I asked Rocco to make this soup where it is open, he giggled, and I said, What? I'm like, yeah, I know. It's pretty funny. Colleen came up with it, though. And he said, I'm just going down to interview the cooks about the soup That's right, right now. And yeah. I was like, See? why? And he's like, oh, it's for Don and Steve. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm telling you, they, they get it. Yeah. They understand it. Soup is uh, soup is the unsung hero of your table. Um, soup can be dinner. Yes. Soup can is, is a great lunch. Because you want to eat cereal, let's be honest. Yeah. You want something in a spoon. <laughs> Right? But you can make a chilled soup. You can make a blended soup. You can have a chunky soup. I feel like uh, on Forrest Gump when he's going through all the shrimps that there are. But I just, I love soup so much. And I was so surprised when you said you didn't know how to make soup. I don't know how to make soup. I'm a baker. I'm not really a cook. Yeah, but the thing, the beauty of soup, here's the other thing. The beauty of soup is like you can accidentally make soup. It's right? so easy. It really is. Like you can start with a base. Like you can start with a recipe and go, huh, that that's interesting. You know what though? I don't really like this in my soup, but I would replace it with this other thing. Okay. And then all of a sudden you're like a soup you're you're like a soup I don't know, what are you? Super kind of soup yes. You're a soup, soup magician. Chef. Yeah. You can, I believe in you, and I want you to live the soup life. Yeah. I think you're going to be happy and warm. Oh, my gosh. This is great. Soup, there it is. Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. We're going to talk about next, what basic thing are you terrible at? <laughs> is it falling asleep? Is it remembering people's names? That's coming up next on My Talk. Entertainment. 
my talkers. Bradley here for my good friends at Alight. Head to wearealight.org today or maybe sometime this weekend. I would love for you to learn more about this organization. I've been involved with them for years, and it has truly been an amazing journey to learn about and see firsthand the work Alight does in over 20 countries around the world. And they do that work 365 days a year, helping those who are displaced People just like you and me who've been forced to leave everything they have behind because of war, conflict, and famine. And you know, you watch the news, you see the the news headlines. Increasingly, people are on the move for a variety of reasons, but those people need our help. And the best way to help them is with, for example, a subscription for good from my friends at Alight. To learn more about how a subscription for good can be a part of your giving, head to wearealight.org. And thank you. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. What is the most basic thing you are terrible at? Welcome back to the show, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. I found this on the internet. and uh, It's I a good it place was... for things. It's really catching on. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I found it yesterday, mm-hmm. and I'm like, look at all this information. Let me go to a site called BoardPanda.com. Yes. I love this website. Uh, and if you want to call us and tell us what basic thing you're terrible at, uh, 651-641-1071. We would love to hear it. Here's some of the things that people um, said. They said, um, talking. Um, just basically talking to people, um, just basic small talk. I hate small talk. And that every moment they're self-conscious and I'm like, I kind of feel that way too. It's my job. Mm -mm. So that's a problem. Mm -hmm. Um, you get through it, but sometimes I'm like, if it's somebody I don't know, it's kind of anxiety inducing. I am terrible at small talk. <laughs> terrible. I will avoid situations so I don't have to do small talk. Yeah. It's it can that be checks out. pretty bad. Yeah. Um and just let me if we let me know if we have anybody on the phone because we don't I don't have that screen up over here, Mike. Um this person says doing anything while someone is watching. <laughs> the other day I was baking and I cracked an egg this is stupid, a dumb kitchen thing, into the bowl I was mixing stuff in, which Oops. is why did I do that? Yeah. And there was a little shell Oof. in my cornbread mix, mm-hmm. and I was trying to get it out with a fork, and MC was watching, and I'm like, I, I can't do stress. it. And that's I'm like, stress. well, there's going to be a little shell in there, uh-huh. so that's it. And whoever gets it wins the big prize. That's right. Which that's is right. the shell. Which is to <laughs> bake some more cornbread yeah. for me. <laughs> this person says sleeping um just they wake up uh multiple times a night so yeah Relatable. not sleeping also can relate to that and what is yours have you thought of one honestly well yeah uh, and you're like actually triggering more as you're reading these <laughs> but honestly remembering people's names Ooh. at the beginning of a conversation if i've just met someone they can say to me my name is sally yeah and i will go nice to meet you sally and i make a point of looking them in the eye saying their name yes and then we get about 
three sentences in and then I go, oh, S word. I do not remember this person's name. I ask him again. I'm afraid to say it ever. You know what? And what I and I might even think like Sally might be in the mix, but then I'm second guessing myself Mm -hmm. and I don't want to say it in case it is. That's smart, though. I should just I'll I'll say I already forgot your name. I am so sorry. Yeah. The problem for me then is then the next time I see them. I don't remember. No idea. No idea. And now it's over. (laughs) Okay, well, let's talk to Aaron. We have Aaron on the phone with us. Hi, Aaron. What simple thing that you just can't do that you're terrible at? (laughs) Well, first of all, I could talk about soup all day. Great. um, I get that. Yes. Yes, Yes. you're one of us, Aaron. (laughs) Yes. Um, One thing I cannot do is (laughs) with scissors, I cannot cut a straight line. Oh, yes. My little niece who was into crafts when we were... We do crafts with her. She yeah. knew to not, Aaron, you can't do the cutting. You can glue, you can tie. You're a bad cutter. I cannot cut, apparently, a straight line. Oh. Too and, much pressure. And you probably are thinking, this time I'm going to do it. So yeah. you keep trying. You don't just completely exactly. give up. But, yeah. Right. Right. Oh, you try to cut an edge, and then you're at the picture and you're cutting that in half yeah. oh Erin for for your <laughs> sake good. I'm just glad that that's not a skill that needs to come out very often <laughs> yeah. right because right? Right. that's just yeah. a lot of anxiety oh my exactly exactly <laughs> Thanks, all right Aaron. well you have a great day thank you Erin <laughs> Mike what's yours Oh, well, that one just brought up another one because, like, those little, like, monotonous office tasks, I used to hate that with my old job, like, folding things to put in an envelope or to, like, whatever. I just, I'm so bad at that. Oh, I I'm can't s- fold. I, I love, don't know. Mike, <laughs> yeah. hand it over to me. I am I am okay. an excellent folder, and I love to fold. Got it, yeah. Terrible yeah. at that. But my other big one is I can't spell at all. Oh, I'm a sure. horrible speller. Me too. I don't know what it is. Um, I just, it doesn't. I can't like remember the. There was somewhere I read, and I'm going to stick with this. But people that have a good memory are usually bad smellers because they can't forget how to spell it the right wrong way. Oh, like yeah, if they've that always had sense. they've oh always had gosh. in their mind a wrong way, yes. like they can't break that habit. I'm just going to go with that. No, it makes me that. feel better well, about myself. Spelling, especially yeah. in English, yeah. Yeah. which is a messed up language. Mm-hmm. Thank you oh. very much. Mm-hmm. The spelling is actually an action of memory more than anything, because sure. sometimes you will apply your logic to your mm-hmm. spelling it and it will work. be the one case where I does not come after I come I before E. Except yeah. after C. C and words like neighbor and way. And there are other words like neighbor and way. And so very many of them. And you never know. Yeah. Also, yeah, like dining room. A lot of times people f- put two ends in there and turn it into a dinning room. (laughs) But those are common things, right? Those are just common things. I have no idea. We have Stacy on the phone with us. Hi, Stacy. Hi. What basic thing are you terrible at? Um, backing up my car. Oh yeah. That is definitely hard to do. Do you have a camera in your car? Sure do. Yep. And I still hit, hit things that are behind me. And I'm, I'm, I'm terrible. And now when you take your driver's test, you have to do a, a 90 degree um, oh, back yeah. in to a park. I, I, there is no way. No you way. You would I fail. Would the test now. Nope. Wouldn't oh, happen. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I love that. I, I understand. <laughs> yeah. And you I'm are the reason. two years old. I can't do it. It's okay. And just, you know, you probably get yourself in situations where you don't have to do it on purpose, right? Right, right. And then who has to do that? I mean, who has to back into a parking spot right. ever? 
Right. No. Right. That's a choice. That is a choice. (laughs) Yes. Also, like you are the reason when I not because and I love you. I want you to know I adore you. But you are you. you, Thank you. You are the reason when I'm walking through a parking lot and I see somebody's backup lights on, I cross to the other side (laughs) because I'm like, I don't know if this person knows I'm here. I'm not going to count on their camera. I'm going to get out of the way because they're coming whether I'm ready for them or not. That is so true. I have the beeps and the bells and the whistles and you will know it's me because I will go about two miles an hour and you will have more than enough time to get out of the way because I don't want to hit you. Oh, <laughs> now, I love that. Can I ask you how tall you are? Um, I'm 5'8". Okay, never mind. I thought yeah, I'm not I, even a tiny little person. Okay, because sometimes I think that people that are not very tall have a hard time seeing over their seat sure. if they're looking over their shoulder. So I thought I was no, going to give you a pass. no. I'm just I'm just a disaster. <laughs> that's, that's it. You're a beautiful disaster. <laughs> yes. Thank you so much for thank calling, Stacy, and listening. <laughs> Here's some more from this site. Which, by the way, if you need a chuckle today, um, they're on our show links page. This person says, comforting sad people. I literally just stand there and I'm like, you you want some water? <laughs> Which actually is a great thing. Yeah. Do you know that you can't cry and drink water at the same time? Oh. Yeah. So it's it, that's a good skill for yourself. If you yeah. ever are finding yourself in a situation where you're crying is like take a good sip of water because you can't cry and yeah. drink water at the same time. I've heard, did you tell me this, that um, if someone's having a panic attack or if you know that you have panic attacks, eating sour candy, it stops the panic attack? I did not know that, but I'm going to stock up on sour candy because I have panic disorder. Well, I do too. And just the, even with medication sometimes. Yes. That was was a recent like TikTok thing. Like a doctor on TikTok or social media came out with that recently because it it takes all your uh, neurons and all of your uh, mind off of it. And it just focuses on the sourness. Mm -hmm. Really good tip. Okay. Looks like I'm going to have a pocket full of warheads next time you see me. (laughs) I know. Thank you very much. (laughs) This person says there's a sense of direction. I navigate around well due to memorization. I have no feeling of which way to go. I can get lost after using the restaurant bathroom easy. Oh my gosh, I love that. When I, I never realize this, but I, when I go into a bathroom... I don't know which direction. I say, right. but it's just bathrooms. Right. Only bathrooms. It's it only erases bathrooms. your memory. <laughs> Sometimes I look up from the, like, I'm coming out of the stall and I'm like, where am I? Where am I? I literally told a neurologist that and she's like, it's fine. That's not a I thing. I went in for my memory and I'm like, when I go to the bathroom, I don't know where I am. After. You know what, though? That makes sense to me because. A lot of times when you're going to the bathroom, you have something else on your mind. I'm thinking about a million things. Right. Yes. Uh, here's my version of that. I I am not. I think there are some people who can just stand in space and know which way is north and which oh, way yeah. is south. And I am not one of those people. Mm. I have to orient myself. Like when I'm looking at a map, I have to look at it and then physically put my body into mm-hmm. it like yeah. i have to imagine my body in the map oh sure i'm terrible at directions yes. in that way yeah i used to be able to do it but as i get older i don't know where i don't no. know i know will be like is it north or south of that and i'm like i don't know like, yeah. you find out it's like i can't do it in minnesota i don't <laughs> know i don't is. know what it is um so this one the i'll read is the last one and i just love the way they wrote it um, this person is terrible at handwriting. 
They say it doesn't seem to matter how hard I try. It always looks like a drunk spider stood in ink and wandered across the page. A drunk spider stood in ink and, and wandered, wandered across the page. <laughs> that is that imagery is working for me. I, know, I love it. I That's love it. great. So if you think of something that you're terrible at, basic things, you can always email us. Just go to our show um, page and find the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn and send us an email. I love okay, it. Okay, coming up next, um, Colleen has some shows that she's really digging yes. and she wants to share them. Welcome back to the Adventures of Bradley and Dawn. We're lucky enough to have Colleen Lindstrom with us uh, for these couple of days. Thanks for having me, you guys. We have her for about an hour more, I think. And then I'll be out of your hair. Oh, gosh. <laughs> We've really enjoyed your time here with oh, us. thanks for Bradley's having me. I've loved visiting with you guys as well. And visiting. That just sounds like something my grandma used to say. Yeah. Oh, I'm just coming for a visit. We're just going to visit. We're just going to visit for a little bit. Yes. Uh, now, you're watching a couple of shows that oh my gosh. you're super into. Are you have you are you now or have you ever been into True Detective? I've never watched it. <gasps> okay. Well, oh, Mike? No. Oh! Okay. But I do know. I'm going to breathe through this. True Detective, the first couple seasons were amazing. Actually, no, they've all been pretty amazing. So it's back, True Detective, for a new season. We're on the third episode. This show is called this version. So it's like every season is its own right story. It's like an anthology. Yes, show. So you don't have to watch all the seasons. You can pop in, and you'll know like there's a crime, and then there's detectives. Okay, and they solve it. That's it, guys. But every season is a little bit different and the crime is different and the detectives are different and the setting is different. So it's kind of, you know, but but it's just well written. It does string you along for the whole season. Your brain is trying to figure out what happened the whole time. Right. So it keeps you occupied. It is dark. And I mean, like dark because it's deathy and also (laughs) kind of dark. Well, this one is called True Detective Night Country. So it's actually dark. Because it takes place in a small town in Alaska where it is dark for many days at a time. I've solved it. Vampires. I, if it's vampires, Dawn, I'm bringing you a cake. (laughs) Like 30 Days of Night. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Where the vampires come to Alaska. Hold on. I've heard this story before. (laughs) Sorry. No, it's okay. But so this one actually stars Jodie Foster, which is super great. Okay, I'm in. Because she's amazing. She's so good. The casting is great. The story is interesting enough. There's enough layers to it Mm -hmm. that you're you're fascinated by like what is actually happening here. But here's the piece that I thought was interesting. And despite the fact I used to work for the Nielsen ratings, I do not understand this. You did? I did. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I don't know if I can talk about it. I think I can. Yeah. You probably can. It's been like 20 plus years. Yeah. I used to recruit Nielsen homes. Oh, sure. 20 plus years ago. Gotcha. But I, okay, this is what I don't understand. We're on the third episode and the ratings have jumped 5% with this episode. Oh. Which my question then is, are they counting, like, those pe- if you're coming in on episode three of this, dude, you're behind. Oh, my God. Like, so you missed saying, a lot. So it's not like the ratings overall. You mean this particular this episode? This particular episode went- jumped 5% from the previous. 
Which that's the part. So the face you're making, which for those of you who aren't looking at Dawn, which is everybody else except for Mike and me, you're kind of squinting while thinking. How does that work? Right. Because that's my question is how do you jump in at episode three and then you're lost? Are you really going to come back? Or did they watch the other two with someone else with someone else? Right. Or like it didn't get counted in the streaming numbers or I don't know. I don't understand how it works. It's magic. It's fine. A bunch of people watched it with a friend or their significant other. Then they've gone off on their own yeah. and watched it separately. When everyone's getting a divorce. Everyone's getting It's true. <laughs> but I, to be fair, when I worked for the Nielsen ratings, streaming was not even a thing. Like right. there was no counted. such thing as streaming. That would be oh, like, you know, exist. maybe yeah. you have a bladder control issue. It's like the only, <laughs> I'm just saying. So anyway, the show is good enough that yeah. on episode three, people are hopping in to see what this is all about. So I highly, highly recommend True Detective. And like I said, you don't have to watch the past seasons in order for it to make sense. That's great. However, if you do, you're going to be treated to like amazing actors like Mahershala Ali and uh, Matthew McConaughey. And you're going to get, I mean, every season is its own encapsulated it's an anthology i've heard good things um i know that there was one i had a friend who was male is male and he was disturbed about the fact that alexandra daddario who was a kid star Mm -hmm. on shows he watched with his kids Uh was nude and he hadn't oh. seen her since she was on Nickelodeon or yeah. Did, and it he's happens. like, oh, yeah, um, no, no, I don't yeah. like this. That is, I think, <laughs> I want to just all I relate to that. That that is a hard thing to go through when when people grow up and then you see them naked yeah. and you still are watching them as children. Like, yeah, that's the hard thing about actors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a it's a hard transition. It is for, for everybody. Them. Yeah, yeah. So I understand that. But that's all I didn't. And I've that's heard that everyone really it. likes it. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland, was he? Yes, ever I believe. In uh, first season or. So now I can't remember all the cast. But I mean, truly, yeah. like every cast is anchored by people that you want to watch. Yes. The other thing about this is, though, it's intense and it's long. And because we are watching a very, it's an hour long, intense show, I need, I crave balance in my life. And so because we look forward all week to the new episode of True Detective, which, by the way, comes out on Sunday nights and um, is streaming on Max. Oh, Max. There's yes, another Max. show that my husband said, I think we need to watch this. And I said, tell me. Give me the stats on it. He was 30 minutes a night. Okay. Or 30 minutes a show. Yes. And it's a comedy. I'm like, I'm in. What is it? Okay. Have you heard of the show, The Other Two? No. Neither had I. Apparently, there are three seasons of this show. Have you heard of this show, Mike? I have not. You guys, this is, I I cannot believe I have not been watching this. Oh, this wait, show, I have. I just Googled it. Did yes, you wa- yes. I've wa- not seen it yet. No, you guys, it's in. so good. Yeah. Okay, so let me give you the premise of this show and tell you, first of all, that Molly Shannon is in it. And mm-hmm. so, and Lauren Michaels is a producer of this. Okay. So, okay, we're in high level comedy territory yeah. now. Okay. This is not just like, it's not fart jokes. This is going to be funny. And well, there are fart jokes, but it's going to be smart funny. The premise is Molly Shannon is the mother of three children, the youngest of whom is like a Justin Bieber style YouTube star, like fly by night, like made a splash, 
on uh, stream, like on YouTube with yeah. a song called I Want to Marry You at Recess. And then there's two <laughs> other siblings <laughs> okay. who are the older siblings. Yeah. And they're like, womp, womp. The like they've two. tried to be successful, but they're the other two. Right? Oh, God. It is phenomenal. They uh, end up living in New York in Justin Thoreau's um, apartment, which is its own hilarious character. Does he play the role of just himself? He's not. I haven't seen him in it yet. Okay. We've only watched three. Ep- so we started it last night, and I. It was like I had opened up a can of Pringles. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna need another one. Yes. I'm gonna need one you more. Want to watch another? We do that. I'm gonna yeah. do just one more. Yes. Just one more is always my favorite. Just one more, which then turns into. Two more. Um, so, yeah. So, we started watching it last night. And I was like, I can't get enough of it. I am so excited about the next episode. I love the storytelling. It is hilariously funny. The acting is great. And there are people in it that you don't... You're, you'll be like, oh, I kind of recognize that person. But I don't know from where. By the way, the kid... You're going to die. I don't want you to die. <laughs> Thank you. The kid's name, the kid who things i want to marry you at recess his name is chase dreams <laughs> no, no. like just it hits on all the it's so oh. funny it's like a caricature of hollywood there right off the, the bat sanity of what's happening right yes. now of getting famous off of social yes. media and chase dreams immediately in episode two is in a publication ship. Like, it is... So it's like all the things that we've been paying attention to. And now we just accept. Yes. And there's three seasons, and I'm only on season one. And I don't know what the plans are for the future of this Um, show, but it's... What network? This is on... Oh, this is a great question. I think it's on Max. Okay. Um, I want to say... Yeah, we're... Yes, it's on Max. Max. It is... It is phenomenal. I cannot recommend it enough. The other two on Max... If you love Molly Shannon and she is, she plays a mom, like short hair, high waist jeans, mom from Ohio. And here they are in the Big Apple with Chase Dreams because he's got this big hit song. Oh, God. I want to marry you at recess. That's great. That's great. You would love it. Um, I started watching. Okay, so this is make sure your kids are in bed because Mm -hmm. it's a cartoon with nudity. Okay. But it's on yep. Netflix. Do you know who Martha Kelly is? No. Okay, Martha Kelly, what did you watch Baskets? Uh yes, very briefly. Okay, you know who Martha Kelly okay. is. She has a really monotone voice like this, and it's her real oh, voice. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that lady. Oh yeah. She's a real comedian and I've seen her do stand up at Acme. She's so funny because it's just everything's really monotone. I love this. Well, it's about, it's called Carol and the End of the World. And if you like Martha Kelly, you're going to love this. Oh, it's so, so good. So everybody knows that the world is going to end in like seven months. That's the concept of the show. Uh-huh. And everybody's like skydiving and quitting their jobs. And like everyone's super happy about it because they're like, I'm going to finally do what I've always wanted to do. And let's celebrate this. Uh-huh. Like they're doing crazy things. People are, you know, flying everywhere. And just the world is a mess. And everyone's like. Like, her parents are just naked all the time. Oh, my gosh. And it's hilarious. She doesn't know what to do except her routine. So she just gets up. She goes to the laundromat. Like, people are like, why are you washing your clothes? 
nuts. Right? Because <laughs> you don't need those. She breaks into the Applebee's that's closed down, just sits there and reads the menu and like brings her own lunch. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's really just one of those dark comedies. I that, love this. Yeah, it's on Netflix, Carol in the End of the World. Oh my gosh, I love it. When, when, if you want to check See, that out. now you got a couple comedies and a drama. That's A little right. something for everybody. Okay, um, let's read some listener emails that we missed yesterday. And we'll also have to ask Mike what he's watching. We didn't get to that. So that's coming up next on My Talk 93.7.